Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Tuesday on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. I've been hoping for a Patriots win Tuesday, but sadly not the case today. Pat's blown out on their home turf yesterday by the Bears, 33-14. Joining us now is the guy who called the action right here on WDEV, the voice of the Patriots, Bob Sosi. Bob, how are you? I'm good, Brady. Good to be with you, despite the disappointment of Monday. Uh, really a, a difficult night all the way around for the Patriots in every way. Yeah, I appreciate you being with us as always. And, you know, I think last week the word everybody wanted to attach to the Patriots quarterback situation was controversy, and I didn't see it that way. I think today the way to describe it is messy. How messy do you think the Patriots quarterback situation is right now? (laughs) Well, uh, I I think that uh, it's messy enough that the word controversy uh, certainly, I think, has more uh, pertinence and uh, relevance to the situation than it did a week ago or two weeks ago, only because of the way last night played out. Max starts the game, uh, you know, under murky circumstances. <laughs> I was thinking kind of with that theme on a foggy, drizzly night. And, uh, you know, with both quarterbacks along with the team, uh, you know, uh, and the rest of us, uh, seemingly in the dark for some time until, uh, you know, the late decision to go with Mac. He starts. It doesn't go well for the Patriots right from the very first play, opening kickoff. Marcus Jones takes it back. He's tackled inside the 20, got four, four starting field position. The first run basically goes nowhere. Uh, the first completion goes essentially nowhere. And then, uh, you know, the first of a number of penalties, though it was offset, kind of sets the tone before the quarterback you know, runs short of the first down marker. And, and now, you punt it away, the Bears take the lead, they build on the lead, Mac uh, finally gets into a, a little bit of a rhythm. It seems turns the ball over, the, the uh, crowd's chance of zappy, zappy. Bailey comes in, it's, it's a 10-0 game, the Patriots get a lot of life offensively, they start to play better in the other phases too, at least on defense, with an interception by Miles Bryant, sandwiched between a pair of uh, touchdown drives, and now the Patriots have a 14-10 lead. Uh, but uh, that energy subsided in a hurry. The Bears took control late in the first half. Uh, they had a late score followed by a turnover and another add-on field goal. And then they come out in the second half and really dominate uh, the course of play over 240 yards rushing. You know they couldn't get off the, the Patriots couldn't get them off the field on third down. And at the same time, of course, uh, you know Bailey had a tough second half in comparison to really the spark he gave them in the first half. And now you have less than a full week to go into New York and prepare for the Jets. You know, Mac, as is typical, said all the right things after the game. He said he knew the plan was for both quarterbacks to play. ESPN indicated that's what they were told. Did you, as you went through the week, have any sense that both quarterbacks were going to figure into the game plan? No. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, you know, it's funny. I just follow the reporting uh, that was coming out of Foxborough. And, and I think there was, you know, it was pretty clear that uh, there was no final decision uh, that was going to be made until. You know, well, the 11th hour, essentially. And uh, my sense was, based on the reporting, that if Matt cleared health-wise, if he was good to go, particularly when Ian Rappaport reported yesterday morning that he had taken all the first team snaps on Saturday, you know, my sense was, that, okay, if he's cleared medically, he's going to be the guy on Monday night. Uh, then I was a bit surprised by the initial reporting, uh, which really continued throughout the day, uh, that the Patriots expected him to play, but there was no clear designation as a starter. And then, you know, the reports kind of uh, uh, shifted a little bit in, in suggesting that both quarterbacks were expected to play. And so when we saw Mac, you know, come out, 
my my thoughts. You know, we talked a little bit about it off the air. As play, you know, and, and Troy, Troy Aikman was on our uh, pregame show and talked about it as well. Uh, that likening the situation to the Cowboys and Dak Prescott in their game this past weekend, there was likely to be some rust. And my thought was the worst thing that could happen tonight is for Mac to come out and struggle, particularly if there's an early turnover and for the Bears to take the lead. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, certainly is what happened. Pat's beaten 33-14. They fall under 500 again. Joining us now, voice of the team, Bob Sosi. You heard his call right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. You know, Bob, I, I know this is, you know, not show friends. It's show business. And I know they're pro athletes and they're not, you know, mentally they're supposed to be tough, et cetera. I, I don't always buy that. I think people's emotions are a very real thing. Do you worry about, I don't want to say Max Psyche, that's probably a little too strong, but do you worry? about the effect that last night's events might have on Mac? Well, I think you, I mean, to me, you, you can't be human and, and not at least think about that. Uh, you know, what's, what's the level of concern from the outside? I don't know, Mac, uh, you know, well enough to, to you know, really have a, a sense of where he is. Psychologically, I just imagine that it's not a good place after you know, the, the, the start of the season, considering how much he invested in it. And I think you heard that from players in the locker room, particularly Jacoby Myers, with uh, the comments that he made after the game with uh, Brady. And, and for me, I mean, I, I look at it through really two lenses. One is the, the play-by-play guy who paints the picture and describes what's happening and tries to give you the story uh, through my words of what's taking place in a game. But at the same time, that story is informed by, you know, my perspective as a, as a person. And I, you know, I have mixed emotions in the situation. I don't have a skin in the game, as they say. I mean, I think there's a lot of things to like about both young quarterbacks, uh, as they are uh, as players, as they are as people. Uh, so for me, I think, you know, watching that situation unfold as it did last night and, and listening and, you know, understanding the nature of professional sports and the nature of our business. It's not going to get any easier, <laughs> if that's for sure. Yeah. And somehow, some way, Matt Jones has got to find a way uh, to regroup individually. And the Patriots have to find a way to regroup as a team. It goes beyond the quarterback situation. Last night was a thorough whipping in every phase. It wasn't just the quarterback, as we talked about. And the Bears ran all over them. The Bears had a lot of success on third down. And the Bears defensively in the second half created a lot of problems. And I think that you're going to see teams now with more evidence of a greater body of work of Bailey Zappi, you know, they're going to get their hands up in the passing lane and they're going to make it tougher for that short quarterback to complete the balls and we're going to see more deflections. So the Patriots have got to counter adjust, of course. Yeah, you know, you're right. It was a failure in all facets, right? It wasn't just the quarterback, the defense, as you mentioned. And I guess this all goes hand in hand. When you turn the football over and when you can't get off on third down, this is going to be the case. I just feel like in the second half especially, I feel like the Patriots never even had the football. I mean, the Bears ran, what, like 30 more plays than the Patriots or something yesterday? I feel like the Pats never even had the ball in the second half. Well, you know, they turned it over late in the first half. And, you know, from that point on, after the Bears took the lead, to go in front, 17 to 14 and the Patriots very early on the next possession turned it over. You're right. It, it seemed like the ball, it seemed like people, it seemed like make it, take it, yeah. you know, and the, and the old uh, blacktop <laughs> uh, where the bears were, <laughs> the bears were scoring and got the possession right back on the ensuing series. You know, a couple of interceptions, of course, factored into that, uh, the, the inability of the offense to move. And, you know, I think 
there are greater concerns too. And we're talking about the quarterbacks individually and you know, psychologically and as well, I think, for the team. But the greater concerns ultimately are physical. And when you talk about the Patriots, okay, they went in the last night without Isaiah winning. It's problematic is, you know, his play, and particularly the penalties have been and, and, and some of the whiffs have been early this season for him. Now you're down to tackle. By the end of last night, they lose David Andrews and, you know, who knows, you know, what lies ahead for him in the next week. But seeing, you know, the captain of your offensive line and the leader of that group, which had been playing well before last night, seeing him exit in that fashion. And looking at the body work last night from Trent Brown, it was not a good game for him, to say the least. You know, going up against a very good pass rusher and Robert Quinn from the start, you know, uh, played by a couple of holding calls early, a false start, and there's another penalty on uh, uh, a tripping call. Uh, later in the in the game, you know that that's a rough night for that group, and that had been one of the bright spots for the team over the course of the last couple of weeks. And now they got to go up against the Jets and Quinn and Williams and that defensive line. Yeah, the Jets are certainly one of the surprises of the NFL right now. They're five and two. They just beat Denver, and you know they lost Brees Hall, but they go get a Robinson from Jacksonville. And as as you anticipate this matchup now on a short week, what exactly do the Patriots need to be focusing on to get ready for a for an opponent that's all of a sudden a lot better than we were expecting? Well, I think a lot of the focus has to be internal. You know, you certainly have a pretty good idea what you're going to see from the Jets schematically. Uh, they got a young quarterback who's struggled. He hasn't played well uh, this year. Uh, but the Jets have a mojo about them right now. You know, it's certainly a, a much better vibe than, than in years past, even with all the injuries they sustained. Uh, I think what the Patriots have to try to do in this game is just they've got to be fundamentally sounded. Um, they, ha- they have to protect the ball. I mean, it's cliches, Brady. they got to do to uh, Zach Wilson and some of the things they did to him early last year when, when they had him rattle, mm-hmm. turning the ball over. But I think it just gets, gets back, to, back to basics at this point. Uh, particularly, you know, we, we talk about injuries to Kyle Duggar, uh, banged up last night with an ankle injury. He had to leave the game. And this is the second time now over the course of the last month or so where he, he's been banged up. And, and there's, you know, the, the Patriots uh, saw Adrian Phillips being attended to again last night. Because some guys are playing into this stage of the season. They're beating up a little bit. And they're going into New York. And they've got a short week, uh, you know, the bruised as they are. As we've talked about, they got to regroup. At the same time, you know, the Jets are going to have a chip on the shoulder. Again, even though they're depleted in, in many ways, you mentioned the Hall injury, there are others. They've been beaten by the Patriots every game they've played since 2015. And, you know, this year at the end of the AFC East losing streak, I think they've lost 12 in a row yeah. within the division. And they got a very emotional, excitable coach. And they're going to have a very emotional, excitable crowd on Sunday in the Met. We, a lot different than the recent visits we've made down to MetLife Stadium. Uh, so I, I think, you know, the Jets have to feel they're in a lot better place today. The Patriots have to just put themselves in a better place going in. Patriots 3-4. and four, They'll look to get back to 500 next week against the Jets, and we will have that game for you right here on WDEV. Our coverage beginning at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you'll hear Bob Sosi and Scott Zolak on the call as you do every Sunday here on your home for Patriots football. Bob, we appreciated a tough Tuesday, a tell-the-truth Tuesday, and you painted the picture well. So we appreciate it, and we will uh, talk to you again in uh, seven days. Bye.